0: Gracias. Hello everyone, it's time for Vanish Chicago Land Stars the Podcast. I'm your host, Pete Costanis. This is episode 241, season 10. Today's date is July 29, 2023, and welcome to the show. Uh I got an interesting program coming up. Today I will discuss uh the restaurant chain uh Fudruckers. Yeah, those wonderful hamburgers. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Well, I'm a hamburger junkie. I can't help it. I, I could eat one every day. And the sec- second part of the show, I will discuss about the children's television program Ding Dong School. That originated here from Chicago. Uh, this goes way back in the 50s. So, And it was hosted by Miss Frances Horowitz. I'll talk about uh, the history of the show and, of course, about her. But right now, uh, the show will go into a commercial break. this program is brought to you by Graham Cracko's Cereal (laughs) from Kellogg's. Okay, so uh, here's a commercial from 1980, and it features George the Milkman. Uh, After this commercial is played, I will talk about who George the Milkman was, the actor, and uh, about my memories of this cereal. Okay. So sit back and enjoy, and I'll be right back with the show. Thank you, everyone. Here comes George with Graham Crackles. Come on, Dad. Hi, George. Oh, hi. You know, I'm not a kid anymore. Oh, sure you are. I bet you still like to taste of Graham crackers and milk. Oh, yeah. Here's to memories. Kellogg's Graham Crackles. You bet. It's a special Graham taste made light and downright crunchy. Made for milk. These are crunchy, George. Come on and join us. Hey, I'd like to, but... <laughs> What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Okay, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Graham Cracko Cereal. That's C-A-I-C-R-A-C-K-O-S. Pardon me. (laughs) Uh, I remember this commercial, also the product. Uh, It was around not very long uh, uh, because I love Graham Crackers. Also, with milk it reminds me of Golden Grams from General Mills. Uh, you know, I love that cereal. I really do. But uh, I've said this many times. Uh, now I eat Honey Nut cereals, You know, because I'm almost sixty. You know, a couple months, so uh, I still get a hankering for that. Anyway, uh, the actor who played George the Milkman was actor Herb. I don't know how you pronounce his name, Vigran or Vigran. I don't know. And he was a character actor, and he started in his career in the, from the nineteen thirties all the way to the eighties. And uh, he was in, he appeared in a lot of television, a lot of TV. You know, like like uh, for example, Adventures of Superman. He played on Dick Van Dyke Show, Perry Mason, Gunsmoke. Uh, he appeared on uh, four I Love Lucy episodes. Like that, one of the famous well, not the famous episode. One of the most memorable episodes he played. Uh, growing up, when I grew up in the seventies, he played the guy at the DMV, uh, the Department of Motor Vehicles, where Marsha Brady got her is going to get her license, and she went for her road test, and she froze, and you know she got nervous, and he got uh, she didn't pass. So the second time. She went there, and uh, she got a pep talk from her father saying, if you're nervous, just picture their, uh, uh, their people in their underwear. Because <laughs> Mike Brady, her father, says, you know, then you would uh, start laughing, and then all the stress will go away. And she did that when she went there for a second time, and he pictured uh, the driving instructor in his underwear. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> He also appeared in another episode I forgot which one it was uh, anyway so um, yeah so he was born June 5th 1910 in Cincinnati Ohio yeah and uh, he died November 29th 1986 he was 76 years old so he had a very uh, you know uh, very versatile career he was great he really was that's uh, he seemed like a nice man. He really did. Okay, you know. All right. So uh, at the beginning of the program, I said I was going to talk about uh, the Fuddruckers hamburger restaurants that were in the Chicagoland area, and also the uh, the ch- children's television program Ding Dong School. Before I get started, I'll give you a health update. Uh, yesterday, I went to the endocrinologist. That's a doctor that treats like diabetes or the problem I had with my calcium elevated. She did that. So I went there for the first time. She asked me, uh, she asked me a lot of questions like that. And uh, I asked her questions too, um, about the calcium. I asked her a, kind of a dumb question. You know, do you, when you drink a lot of, uh, eat or drink a lot of dairy, does your, and does you, does that affect your calcium in your body? She goes, no if you overdo it like you know like for example you drink a lot of milk and like that no if you drink a glass of milk a day or eat dairy products regularly no it's not that so i think it's the medication i'm taking the extendi so that's what's affecting um so uh she gave me a, a, a order to, to so I can get a blood test, which I was going to do that anyway next week. I was going to do that Wednesday, but I um, decided to go Monday. You know, so she gave me an order. So uh, the re- test results will go to her, the endocrinologist, probably my regular doctor, and also to my urologist. So we'll see about that. And then... um for my upcoming operation, this is to stretch the scar tissue around, uh, you know, the uh, around my bladder. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, that's scheduled for August 3rd, not August 4th. I misheard the doctor again. <laughs> I'm glad they called. So the funny thing is uh, the oncologist called. I scheduled one uh, somewhere else, but uh, they want to do it uh, near the hospital on the same day. So, Thursday, I'm going to be busy. So, I have to be there in the morning, see the oncologist. Then, I got to wait about an hour or two, and then I'll be admitted to the hospital and then have the operation performed on me, the serologist. So, uh, I don't know how long I'll stay. Maybe the same, I'll be released the same day or stay overnight. I, I don't know. I have no idea. I have no clue. So we'll find out. And I will keep you posted. I have done that on my social media accounts, also on the podcast, to let people know. So this will be, uh, for the operations, this will be the third time, you know, because uh, as a prostate cancer patient, this happens all the time. It happens all the time. It's annoying, but uh, it makes the urine flow and all that. And Kalita, very... um, very big complications, like it happened the first time. You know, that was horrible. That happened about a year, Bobby, uh, a year ago. I think, yeah, uh, yeah, that happened about a year ago. So I had to stay for the hospital for about a few days. So um, my urologist is keeping tabs on me. So that's great. So as for the oncologist, we'll see what he's going to talk about. I never met him, so maybe a change in medication or maybe take the medication out to see how well I'm doing. I mean, the PSA is 1.2, so that's great. I don't know. I'm hoping yes, but I'm afraid the cancer might come back, so that's scary. We'll see what happens. You know, I have a lot of faith and pray to God everything will be fine. Okay, now let's go and have some fun. I'm going to talk about Fuddruckers hamburgers. (laughs) Oh boy. Uh, when I posted this the other day that I'm going to talk about, uh, Fuddruckers people were crazy because they sort of miss this place. It's still around, uh, but not in Chicago. It's elsewhere in the United States. Uh, the headquarters is in Houston, Texas. Uh, that was founded in 1979 as Freddie Fuddruckers. The founder's name was Philip J. Romano and the headquarters is in Houston, Texas. You know, it's not a Chicago brand, but it's well known, um, around here when it was introduced. Uh, so it was introduced about the late eighties something like that. I don't know which restaurant opened. Uh, which location? Uh, I'm not sure, um, but I found a ad from 1988, so that gives you an idea. I think it was opened about 1986, 87, and it had five locations at the time. And I'll read them off. One was at Highland Park, that was at 1538 Cla- Clavy Road. The other one was at Calumet City, 1990 River Oaks Drive near the River Oaks Shopping Center. Also at Madison, Illinois, way south, at near Lincoln Mall, 300 Town Center. Also at Palatine at 1 by 1 East Dundee Road. Also, there were two locations in Downers Grove. One was at 1500 Branding Lane and, so- and Downers Grove South. The first one was north. This is south. At 7231 Lamont Road. Now, the one I went to uh, a few times was in Schaumburg and that was at, um, location. I think it was located somewhere else first, but the one I went to Schomburg that was located at 436 East golf road. And that was near where I used to work at American express travel. And, uh, I went there for lunch, uh, not by myself. I went with a few people, you know, for some reason, we went out to dinner for some, Something going on. I forgot what the event was. That was the first time we went to Fuddruck. Like, oh, I never heard of this place. No, 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 no. I never heard of this place. Oh, before I mentioned that, uh, there was another one, I believe, in Orland Park. I think there was somewhere on LaGrange Road. Maybe. There could have been other locations that I didn't mention. You know, you after this podcast is done, you can comment on my social media account. Accounts, that is. Feel free to do that. Anyway, back to the Schomburg uh, location. That's the one I went to, and that's where I was introduced. And I go, I've never been to this place, and I'm a big, huge hamburger fan. I love hamburgers. I can eat one every day. You know, doesn't bother me like that. So it was self serve ser- serving. You know, so you go there, uh, you place an order. You know, and uh, I guess they. I'm trying to remember. They try. Uh, maybe they or you sit down you wait for your name to be called or your number. I'm not sure. I don't remember. It's been so long ago. And then you pick up your hamburger and over there in the restaurant, they have, uh, like all the toppings that you want to serve. It's like a salad bar, you know, like that. And, uh, you have a choice of condiments or vegetables, for example, ketchup, mustard, relish. You know you can have that Mayonnaise, of course. Uh, vegetables of uh, lettuce, tomatoes, onions, uh, peppers. If you like anything, anything you want. You know, uh, jalapeno peppers, of course. Uh, also, uh, and it came with fries. I think it's those potato wedges. Those are good. I like that. Yeah, that comes with a drink too. I like that. Oh, that was good. I like that. Um. Usually my, my hamburger, I always get uh, ketchup, mayonnaise, uh, lettuce, and onion. And uh, what else I put? That's it. A cheese if I want to. But, you know, if cheese is fattening. I try to cut that down. But I love cheeseburgers. You know, just plain cheese. Nothing spicy. Nothing hot like that. And I loved it. It was great. I'm glad. I. Did. So I went there a couple of times at lunch. But, you know, it was kind of a little far. You know, so like that. Uh, I'm sure they took, yeah, I'm sure you you could take it to go. Maybe you did. I'm not sure. And a lot of people said that the buns were real hot and good and delicious. And um, they also had other things on the menu. Um, Some people mentioned. Chickens, uh, maybe chicken salad. Uh, chick- they had chicken salads, maybe hot dogs, chicken tenders, grilled cheese. Maybe they did. I don't remember. All I remember is the hamburgers. I really did. I remember the hamburgers. Okay. Right now, I'm going to play a commercial for Fuddruckers. This is from the mid 1990s. And after I, you know, after the commercial is played, and when I come back, I'll talk about a little bit more about the restaurant. Okay. So sit back and relax, everyone. Thank you. My Ruckers burger is the world's greatest half pound. Wow! Actually, it's chicken topped with oh, all I want lots of, of salsa and mayo with tomatoes and tomatoes on a big small dollar. yummy turkey. jalapeno cheese. No cheese on a fresh baked bun. Fresh big bun. Baked bun with coke over ice. No ice. Free refills with my fries. Mm. Ooh, it's, it's heavenly gone. Who makes the world's greatest hamburger? Bud Ruckers, and you. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Okay, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Fuddruckers. Like it, the commercial explained, how would you get your burger and all that, and all the toppings like that, which is kind of fun. Um, they got, they ran into some financial problems, um, probably. Uh, probably in the late 2000s or early to, uh, 2010s. Uh, I don't know. They start closing restaurants, and there are only a few left. I don't know when it left the Chicagoland area. I'm not sure. I have no, no idea. I didn't. I didn't pay attention. <laughs> so, uh, so, so they're still around uh for example, there's a few in the other states if where you live, like for example, there are two in Arizona, one in California. There are about uh, five in Florida, two in Georgia, two in Louisiana, two in Miss- Massachusetts, two in Michi- uh, Michigan, one in Mississippi. that's at the casino oh boy, one in Branson, Missouri. I don't know how that tastes. two in Montana, two in Nevada two in New Jersey, four in New Mexico, four in Pennsylvania, uh, one in Puerto Rico, and there are about six in South Carolina. Uh, There's one in Pigeon Forge, where Dollywood is. There's one there. And uh, there's a lot in, uh, I'm not gonna say how many are in Texas, but there are quite a few. There are quite a few indeed. Also, there are five in Virginia. Also, there's one in Canada, one in Mexico, and one in Panama. Okay. So they're still around, but they're not here in Chicago. So if you're traveling or you live in those locations that I mentioned, you know, help yourself. I don't know if they taste the same like it was back then. I I, I don't know. I can't say. And uh, that's a shame, you know, because uh, a lot of people that find memories of that, they they still miss it. And uh, I don't blame them <laughs> like that. So um, I don't know. Maybe people wanted to bring it back. I do too, but uh, I don't see that happening. No, it's like Baker Square because <laughs> there's only like about maybe two or three left in Chicago, you know, before it's popping fresh. So we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see about that. I don't know. Okay so that's enough of fudruckers and right now i'm going to talk about the children's television show ding dong school Oh, uh, this goes way back so uh ding dong school that was called a the nursery school of the air and it, this is one of the earliest uh, uh tv programs uh one of the children's programs that it was like kind of like romper room and are like uh mr roger's neighborhood sesame street you know and i had one host it was, it was a woman her name was Frances horwich horwich excuse me also known as miss francis that's what you called her and she was a very nice lady and uh in the beginning of the show you would uh, they played the theme song and you would hear the big bell going ding 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 <laughs> like that so um she would just have a conversation with the kids, and she would do. Uh, she would prefer uh, do activities, uh, you know, perf- like she would uh, demonstrate, like for example, uh, you know, finger painting, uh, making toys with pipe cleaners, uh, modernly clay, do drawings like that. Uh, she would teach lessons on safety when you cross a street, or be kind to people, be respectful. You know that's that's very sweet. She really, and then uh, and then she would uh, recap with the lessons and the activities that were covered that day, and tell you what supplies you need for future programs. You know, if you did modeling clay, you would she would tell you where to buy it. You know, what kind of clay or any. Uh, what's that called uh, it's like uh, arts and crafts or stuff like that you know and that's kind of, and it became very popular and the show began on in on here in Chicago it was WNBQ. now it's WMAq TV in Chicago it's channel 5 and uh, it's uh, premiered on November 24th 1952 and ended December 28 1956 ran just four years, and then, um, let's see, so, uh, she moved to New York, and then she, went about 1955, so then, yeah, first it was in Chicago, and then, uh, then it was canceled, and uh, they wanted to Extend the show from what, half an hour to an hour, but that's too much. She said, No, that's too much indeed, you know. So they canceled it. And uh, then she came back to Chicago and signed an agreement with WGN TV uh, on Channel 9, and the show began in 1958. Now, I don't know if it's new programs or this or it's reruns, maybe I'm, I'm not sure. And that lasted through early 60s. You can still find the some programs on YouTube. So, uh, a few are full episodes. Some are the introductions. You know, if you'd like to watch. You know, I watched a couple uh, yesterday. And uh, I liked it. It was, it was fine. She's, yeah. It seems so primitive. You know, it's nothing flashy. Not state-of-the-art MTV. You know, like that (laughs) no it was simple straightforward you know and she talked to uh the kids like people you know she was and uh, a lot of children loved her parents loved her you know watching her okay so right now i'm gonna play the theme song to ding dong school you will hear her voice and also hear the bell when i come back i'll talk a little bit more about uh, Frances horowitz also known as miss francis So just sit back and listen to the theme song of Ding Dong School. Thank you, everyone. Okay, everyone. I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the introduction Ding Dong School. This is from 1952. I want to clarify something. Uh, you know what? I don't know if this was true. I mean, it did uh, premiered on the air on November 24th, 1952, but they had like a preview earlier on October 2nd, a month before, and there was no publicity, nothing, uh, nothing announced. They just aired it and then it just took off and uh became famous like that and uh so let's see so i'll talk about uh right now about francis horwich miss francis okay so she was born on july 16th 1907 in ottawa ohio uh then she uh then she earned her bachelor's degree in the University of Chicago in 1929. It, very few women did this, you know, uh, going to college or you know, have careers like that. And then uh, her first, you know, she probably earned her bachelor's degree in uh, education. And then her first teaching assignment was uh, teaching first grade in Evanston for a few years. And uh, then she earned her master's degree at Columbia University. And then, then she directed junior kindergartens in Winnetka. And uh, then she was named dean of education at uh, it was a teachers college in Chicago. And then, uh, then she earned her doctorate at Northwestern University in nineteen forty-two. Yeah, and uh, so that's a uh, wow! This is amazing. That. Uh. The funny thing is uh, about her. She, what do you remember? Like in the beginning of the program, she would say, "How are you this morning?" and then, uh, and then she gave viewers time to answer the question, you know. But you wouldn't hear them because it's on TV <laughs> like that. And uh, she became an instant celebrity, an instant success, and in that so that was that was great. So. Uh, So she was famous for her, you know, for hosting that show, Ding Dong School. And uh, to this day, a lot of people still remember her like that. And uh, after the show went off the year and then, you know, she moved to Channel 9. The program aired uh, beginning in August 1958. And then it ended like in the early 60s. That was syndicated. And then... uh, then she hired to do some specials on television on uh, Channel 5. She did that. Also, uh, she was also uh, hired as director of children's programming on the new television station at the time was Channel 32, WFLD TV, which we now know as Fox 32. Okay, And then in later years, uh, she moved to Scottsdale, Arizona in the 70s because of her husband's uh, health. And uh, she did some lecturing uh, at Arizona State University Then uh, worked at and worked at Public Broadcasting's television station. So she's remained in television, but mostly behind the scenes like that. And then, uh, unfortunately, she passed away on uh, July 22nd, 2001. She was 94 years old. She worked up to the end. <laughs> she really did, in a way. So that's wonderful. Uh, What a nice lady. What a nice lady indeed. (coughs) Excuse me. So uh, what a career. What a show. (laughs) Like that. You know. As for the show, uh, there was also um, merchandise. I think there were coloring books, books, like stories, uh, maybe uh, blackboards. Also, there were products she uh, sponsored, uh, the show sponsored. I think I remember Wheaties. Cereal, also there was a uh, uh, chocolate drink mix, Cocoa Marsh, I think. I think that was that. And she did those, and uh, she did them on, uh, on the air. You know, there was not just uh, other people doing it. She do, she did those products herself, like that. Okay, so that's it for this program. I'll give you a recap of what I said. Uh, I talked about the Fuddruckers uh, hamburger restaurants that were in the Chicagoland area. Also, uh, the ch- children's television program Ding Dong School. So, uh, this program will be public. I'm sorry, this podcast will be published later on today, wherever podcasts are available: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Also, will be on my YouTube channel, Vanish Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. Please subscribe to those and also on my YouTube channel. Also, I'll be posted on my social media accounts, Facebook, Twitter, uh, also Instagram, and also the new one, Threads, if you're on Threads right now. That's a new one (laughs) like that. Uh, As for a new episode, I don't know if I'll do one tomorrow. Maybe I'll think about it, but probably Tuesday. We'll see. Uh, It's going to be a busy week. Um, I'll let you know. (laughs) Okay, so uh, this is Pete Costanas, your host of Vanished Chicago and Stories, the podcast. Thank you for joining me. I hope you enjoyed the program. Uh hope everyone have a great weekend. Uh, these past few days have been hot, but this weekend's going to be cool and nice. Looking forward to that. So uh, here's bye-bye for me, and here's a little traveling music with Ray Rayner saying bye-bye-bye. Take care, everyone, and so long. We have to go. Bye, bye, bye.